you could jump into a stainless steel DeLorean with Marty McFly and Doc and go back in time and see yourself in high school, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself? In episode 24, we reflect on what we know now, but wish we knew then. Flux capacitors and gigawatts. Hang on as we hit 88 miles an hour. Great Scott! This is the 2120 Podcast, where each week, two guys take an idea, an experience, or a topic that we're passionate about, and we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. All right. Question for you. You know, let me just, for our listeners, Matt, Matt gets this little <laughs> twinkle in his eye. He's sitting across from me, and I'm ready for this out of the blue question. Yeah, you, I just you want you to know where it's going to go. I know. I want you all to know, like, there's that little, uh, there's that moment of a little bit of fear creeps in. It's like, what is he going to lay on me here? I think that's I what to? makes our, our <laughs> conversations fun because, like, you, you never really know where it's going to go. Like, you literally just sit down and we put headphones on, we start talking, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, boom, here, right. let's hit it. And then I either see a look of terror in your eyes of like, oh, shit, he just asked me that question. Well, like, I don't know I, if it was you, terror. Well, I, I've seen terror before in your eyes. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> and then you, like, you have to think about things. But here's, here's my question all for right, you. Lay it on me. You get to go back to you in high school and give yourself one piece of advice that would change everything. So time machine, Doc McFly, flux capacitor, back to 19, whatever it is, <laughs> and grab Jim, pull him aside and say, hey, this is me from the future. I want to give you one piece of advice that will change everything, your entire outlook, and then you just drop it on their lap. Hmm. What is it? Putting me on the spot, that is hard, but I do think about that. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty reflective person when it comes to things like that. So, so here's... You said one piece of advice. Yeah. Um, I one, can think one of... One statement, yeah. one whatever. I mean, you're, you're going in a hundred different directions right now, but you only get one opportunity. I would, I would look at myself. I would grab me by the collar. I'd pull myself in and I'd get right in my own face, and I would say... You need to believe in yourself. Sure. That would be the one thing. I didn't, it's not that I didn't get that. My parents told me that all the time, but, and I love my mom and dad dearly. They're both past. They've been, they've been gone for a number of years. But I remember having a conversation with my mom in the living room one morning, and I said, I wish you would push me harder. That was exactly words I said to her, and I think I was probably a junior or a sophomore, somewhere there. And what I was trying to do was I was almost like kind of punching her, you know, in a way of saying I'm capable. I know that I'm capable of more and you let me slide sometimes. And, and yet my mom was really masterful at using guilt. Guilt doesn't work for me as a motivator. What I really wish that I had at that moment was somebody that could say, I heard this a lot, Matt. I had my seventh grade teacher tell me I expected more out of you. I had a ninth grade teacher say, I expected more out of you. Mm -hmm. I had an 11th grade teacher. So like every other year, it seemed like, yeah. And so, um, the thing that, that, that I didn't really, uh, maybe it was me that said, great, cool, whatever. And I didn't invest in that. But what I really wanted was somebody to tell me why they would say that. What do you see? I don't, I don't know that I see it. 
So when you say I have potential, like I almost feel like if somebody ever says that anymore, it's a slap in the face. Man, you've got some real potential in you. And what I hear and this, maybe again, I'm just seeing it through my own lens here is, is that, but you're not hitting it yet. Yeah. And that's not motivating to me. What I really, at this point now, if you were to say that to me, I would say, tell me more about that. I need to understand that. What is it that I'm not doing? I think I'm doing the right things. I think that there's some good things. And so, again, coming back to that person in 1989 was the year I graduated high school. Grabbing myself, pulling myself in and say, believe in who you are. Here's a few things you just need to know. And I'd probably get into two or three specifics. Yeah. You know, I, that, that's a great point about, you know, dropping something on them and like just hoping that that's enough to get somebody fired up. You know, you have tons of potential and then dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And then they look at you and go, okay, like, like, what do you, what are you seeing now? Good, great leaders tell you, you have tons of potential and here's what I see. You know, here's, here's the things that you're almost there. Like you're, you're giving them more pieces of that puzzle to help put it, put it together. Now at the end of the day too, like you want them to take some of those pieces and run with it. And, you don't want to give them all the, all the secrets, but you know, like it happens all the time. You know, I remember my mom saying, well, you're going to do it anyway. So why don't you just go do it? You know, like it was that guilt, right? Where, Oh, okay. Well, she's kind of giving me the green light, but she's not really giving me the green light right now. She's not giving her blessing for sure. No, she's, she's hoping that she's taught me enough to go. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Something, something is wrong. I, sh- I should stay home tonight and not go, not go out. But technically, you know, she's given me the green light. So like, maybe it's okay too. But looking back, it was never the green light. It was always the, you'd be a fool to go do this. I'm telling you right now, like I'm empowering you to make that decision, make the right one. So I'm curious. Yeah. Which way did you tend to go? Nine times out of ten, I took her advice and I, I didn't do it. Wow. But. I'm a little surprised at that. Why? Because I'm a rebel and. No, but, but you are a strong-willed person. Yeah, but I'm I was a strong-willed person I wasn't, str- I wasn't very strong-willed in, in, in high school. In, in, or were you? Like, here's the thing. Like, so I had, I had a, uh, my best friend's mom. Her name was Doris. Yeah. And uh, she called me. I don't know if she called me stubborn or strong-willed or or she had some other slang term to it. And again, I was about that 17 year old person. No one had ever told me that before. And she pointed it out to me and I didn't know whether to take it as a compliment or as um, a criticism. And I think it was a criticism, you know, as I look back on it, part of me was wanting to embrace that. And I think that's worked for me. It served me well, but I know it's also limited me big time. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, nine times out of ten, I took her advice, but it was also because my dad was a <laughs> cop, <laughs> and chances are, like, she was just p- preventing me from having to deal with him. You know, him finding me out somewhere right. at night, be doing right. something stupid. Like, she, like she knew I was going to make mistakes. You know, and then you know the the best part was, you know, I will never give her credit because I, she says she knew what was going on, but I thought I was pretty secretive. Like, on Fridays, I would spend the night at Joe's house, and we would get stupid down in his basement with beer and people would come over and it'd be a party. Yeah. But yet like, my, my mom says she always knew that there was always a party downstairs at Joe's place. But I don't know if I don't, like, 
I don't know if she, she's just saying that now because she could say that now. Yeah, that's that mom intuition. Like, I know what's yeah. going on. I just don't. I don't even need to have the evidence. I know. <laughs> yeah, and but but she would she would say that too though. Like when, when we were talking, well, like you're gonna do it. You're, you know, go for it basically. Yeah. And like those times, I I, I did. I, I went for it, but gosh, like I, I think at the end of the day, like I don't know if. Yeah, I, I'm I'm glad I listened. You know, back in the day. So for me, if I got to go back, I would challenge myself to give more of a shit towards things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was my biggest thing. Where I just I didn't care. You know, I I golfed because we had to smoke cigarettes on the golf course, and that that was fun. You know, I I golfed because it was free golf. You know, but I didn't take any meat serious. I just showed up and played, and I. I had potential to be a, g- a good golfer. I just didn't take it serious. Sure. You know, like school. I didn't take school serious at all. You're a smart guy. I, yeah, I well, maybe. Sometimes. I, I know you well enough. I know you're an intelligent person. Yeah. What kind of grades did you get? Um, I skated by, like C's and B's. Yeah. You know, I didn't study. I didn't push myself. You know, yeah. test tomorrow and literally I'll flip through the book and you go in guns blazing and just, you know, if I don't know the answer is C and see where, see where that that happens, you know, and, um, you know, I, I remember talking to my guidance counselor for graduation. He's like, what the hell are you going to do with your life? And I, I don't know. Like, I just wasn't looking at that. I wasn't competitive. You know, I, I played basketball. I played baseball. It was fun, but I never, I never worked hard. Um, you know, like working out, I'm, I'm probably in the better shape now than I was when I was in high school. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't exercise very hard. I didn't push myself very hard. Um, you know, and it's, it's fun when you work for a, a company like what I, who I work for that I can look back and go, I am so competitive right now and driven because of all the things that Shields and this company has given me. Hmm. Like, that's what I wanted when I was 15 to 7, 18, whatever years old. Of, like, you're going to work for a company that you're going to love, but they're going to challenge you with so many things. They're going to push you so hard and you're going to be so competitive and so driven. Oh, maybe I should do that now, you know, but... Like looking back, I I didn't care. I, I worked for the weekend. I couldn't wait for Friday to roll around so I could leave. I looked forward to study halls because like you just sat there and screwed around. I looked forward to PE. You know, I didn't look forward to the things that I probably should look forward to. I didn't I didn't push myself hard and I I didn't. So if I could build this time machine and go back, I would grab myself by the collar and say, "You need to get after it. You need to be driven. You need to do this. You need to do that because." That is the one regret that I have in life, and I don't have you know more than one regret right now. It's it's pretty it's pretty cool that way. But that's the thing where it's like, I wish I would have executed a little bit more. I wish I would have pushed myself a little harder. I wish I would have gave a crap back in the day and not just gone through the motions. And not to put anything on my parents, but my parents didn't push me that hard. You know, it wasn't that that big of a deal. I mean, I I got okay grades. I wasn't the rock star, but could I have been? Could I have been the person standing on the stage talking up to the, the graduating class and being that person? Sure, but I like I have no I don't I don't know like it's it's but not you, there. If I know you and, and I'm even thinking about my own experience with that is <clears throat> you kind of tell yourself like you don't want that, you know like I, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And you and yet there's something that you do, but I think that there's these inhibiting beliefs we have about ourselves that might say, no, that's not you. And we'll we'll almost look down at that person that, that says they want that. You know what? The, the people that impress the hell out of me are the people that early on had that drive that we're talking about. Sure. The people that 
man, they're the straight A student, captain of the team, uh, but they're also involved in like first chair in band for trumpet or saxophone or something like that. Uh, maybe they were doing speech also. And on senior awards night, they're the ones that got, oh, we're going to call up Jill again. Jill's our recipient for this scholarship. And oh, wow, here's this scholarship and it's Jill. And I think that there are times when if we're insecure in who we are, we can resent Jill because maybe we want to be Jill or we feel like, man, she just gets everything. And she worked her ass off for uh-huh. it every single day. And that's the other thing, too, that I would come back to myself and say is like, um, I think it's pretty similar to what you were saying is, is not only believe in yourself, stop thinking that you have all the answers. I'm a pretty, I, so I have self-assurance is one of my strengths. And one of the downsides, one of the blind spots to being self-assured is that um, you may not seek outside help you just you're wired in such ways like no i thought this through this is good I'm, I'm decisive around this but the challenge with that is 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 that you isolate and you don't allow somebody else to invest in you yeah Ugh. i a thought just came into my head this is a complete random thought but you know i was watching a interview with will smith and he was talking about his signature and every decade, he changed the way he signed things. Really? Yep. So at one period of time, he signed everything Fresh Prince. So when you got, we wanted his autograph, it was, it was Fresh Prince. And yeah. then it was Will Smith. And then it was Will Smith with like this crazy little line underneath of it. And now I think it just says, his signature says Will. That's, that's, all, that's how he signed. So he knew that when he saw an autograph or he saw something that was there, he knew exactly what decade that came from you know, in, in his life. You know, it, it kind of goes back to my, my, my thought now. I wish I had strength finder at junior high. Right. I wish I had it in high school. Yeah. I wish I had it in college. I wish I had it after college. And like every decade, like you did it because I think you're, you know, in junior high, I may have zero strengths. Like it's just like you're just there, right? And then like in high school, you learn a couple of things and like you add some strengths to it. But just to see how, you know, even somehow, you know, some of your strengths either have evolved to just being stronger or like you just, you just lost that strength and you gain, you gain something else. So, you know, be able to look back, you know, decade after decade after decade and see how you evolve as a human being through, through strengths. Um, I think it would be kind of cool to see that. Obviously, like we, I don't have that data, so I can't, I can't say anything, but I, you know, I didn't truly start getting competitive and getting driven and all the things that I, I love where I'm at today until I found this company, you know, and, um, I think your parents play a huge role. I, you know, I'm, I'm constantly pushing Addison and my girls to, to want more and, and do more. But at the end of the day, I got to be careful that it's not because I want them to do this. Like they have to, they have to want it too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, you know, sometimes what happens is the parents push the kids so hard that the, the kid gets everything that the parent wants. And at the end of the day, they're burned out. You know, yeah. I, I think of like a, there's a wrestler that pops into my head. I think you and I've talked about this, where he was just all high, all through high school every year. You know, wrestling state champion, blah 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 blah, whatever it may be, and he was shredded. And then he graduated, and it was done, and he let himself go mm-hmm. because yep. his parent or his coach or whoever pushed him so hard. And at the time, like he may have wanted it too, 
But then when it was gone, it's like nobody's pushing me now. I got, I'm not going to college to wrestle, and I'm, 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 I have to be an adult now. And then he lost it, you know, and you see him now, and he's, you know, 250 to 300 pounds, whatever that looks like, and where back in the day he was so dialed in. But, like, was it because his coach wanted it that much for him? Right. Or was it because he actually wanted it too? And I think that's the, the tough part. Like, my girls, they all have their things that they love to do. And the day that Addy comes to me and says, I don't want to play soccer anymore. Okay. What do you want to do? And we have to be okay with that. But if, if we're not, if we're that parent that says, no, you're playing soccer. We've invested too much. We've like, you're good. You need to keep pursuing this. They're always going to just go through the motions. How much do you think? <clears throat> hmm. Let me think how to frame this. Yep. How, how much do you think that a sense of urgency plays into what we're talking about? When I think back to when I was in junior high or when I was in high school, my sense of urgency around things was lower because I'm going to live forever. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I'm 49 now. So my sense, here's, the, here's what I really want to say is I'm accelerating right now. I'm not slowing down. Sure. And I don't want to slow down. I want to continue to accelerate. I want to continue to improve. I want to continue to grow, get better, achieve more. Uh, and some of those are intrinsic motivations and some of those are like extrinsic, you know, such as reaching financial independence, things like that. That's really a motivator for me. My, my point is, is accelerating and having a sense of urgency around things. I didn't develop a sense of urgency until I worked for that high performing team. When I came into that high performing team, it wasn't when I was 20 like you in, at Shields. Yeah. I had done my own stuff or worked for small businesses up to that point. Then I came into this place where I was like, whoa, hey, if I don't bring my A game today, I'm going to stick out and I probably am not going to cut it here. So suddenly my entire world shifted and I became very driven. Um, uh, I would say more competitive around it, but also the competitiveness wasn't against others. It was against myself. And so I had to raise the game. I had a high sense of urgency. Yeah. You know, there's not a whole lot of kids that are very urgent in things. Yeah. You know, Addison getting out of bed in the morning, there's no urgency there. Yeah. She gets out of bed because she has to go to weightlifting and she's not excited about it, but she gets out of bed and she goes through the motions and she does it. Now you fast forward to this morning, like I knew I had to meet with you at six 30. I was up at six, like ready to go. Like, let's get going. Like there's, there's, there's a level of urgency there that as an adult, you know, we, we know that we're not going to live forever. We, we know that we don't have all this extra time just laying around, you know. I mean, imagine if we knew our expiration date. Like, this is the day you are going to die, mm -hmm. you know. And like, every day you look at that and go, no, 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 no. It's, it's one day closer. It's one minute closer. It's one second closer. Like, you, you would, your whole life would, would change knowing what that expiration date looks like Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. When yeah. you're in junior high, yeah. there's no expiration date. I am going to live forever. <laughs> Watch me. I'm going to go jump my bike over this big hole and I'm not going to die, you know, because it just our brains thought, you know, they, they think differently. But if I told you, here's the date, you're not going to be on this earth anymore, you would live every second to the fullest because you know tomorrow is my day absolutely and i'm gone yeah and you know we don't have that luxury of knowing what our, our date is it's like you know life can be taken seconds you know and, and, and you're gone so why not have urgency why not do that and i you know to teach this to addison she like it'd be over her head she wouldn't understand it at all so like it's those life lessons that she's gonna have to pick up on her own along the way but 
as a parent or as a leader, like you have to know that it's our job to help them with that. It's our job to put that on them a little bit. It's our job to help create some of that urgency. But at the end of the day, they, they need to want it for themselves too. And if you try to give it to them and make it your idea, it's always going to be your idea. And dad pushed me so hard because dad wanted me to play soccer. Right. Mom pushed me so hard because mom wanted me to do this and get good grades. And, you know, it's, it's good to have high expectations and have them know what that expectation is, but they have to own it a little bit too. Yeah, I think we just, we, we, we have to take on something of a coaching mindset with, with our kids or with, with people that we're leading because, because we can tell them to do things. We can say you need to, you should, and, and things like that. But from a coaching mindset, it's, it's, that doesn't work because then you own it, you yeah. know? Uh, so if you can help somebody discover what it is and then he, I think I've uttered this phrase on this podcast before, but if not, um, I'm going to say it here. If you hold me accountable, people reject that phrase. Some people do. Some people really like it. Sure. But, but accountability is kind of one of those um, negative words generally. So one of the things that I teach uh, in, my, in my work is, how about we say it this way? I'm going to hold you capable. So if I say, I want to be a millionaire by the age I'm whatever, you know, as a, as a kid, I think we kind of think about things like sure. that. I want to have a fancy house, fancy car, whatever it is. As a parent, it's like, could you imagine saying, all right, I hear that. How about, would you allow me to hold you capable to that? It's different. It's a different thing. And, and I never did that with my kids. I didn't even know to do that with my kids. But now that they're adults, I certainly want to come alongside of them and help them get there. Sure. Because they have dreams and they have goals. And, and I think the biggest, you, you mentioned the word regret um, moments ago is, I don't want to end up on my deathbed with regrets. Yeah. I think it's, that's how we're going to end. We're going to have to end it there. Yeah. Yeah. So build the time machine, go back to 19, whatever it is, grab your old self and shake you and say, this is what you need there to focus is. on and make a change. Yep. No regrets. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. Have a good week. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for topics, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at 2120podcast at gmail.com. That's the words 21 spelled out, followed by the numbers 20podcast at gmail.com. We'll make it easy and include a link to that email address in the description. If you're enjoying listening to two guys take a random topic and talk about it for 20 minutes, hey, it would mean a lot to Matt and I if you would rate it, write a review, and share it with others. Thank you again for tuning into the 2120 podcast.